Hey everyone, Sarah here with episode number seven of She's Unstoppable. And today I want to give you my no bullshit advice around what you should know when it comes to hiring or investing in a coach. Now I promise you this is not going to be 20 or 30 minutes of me putting myself on a pedestal and telling you why I'm the most wonderful coach and that you should hire me. I promise you that's not what this is. I genuinely, honest to God, want you to make really smart decisions when it comes to the support that you're hiring and I see a lot of people online saying that they invested in a coach and they didn't feel like they got the results they wanted or their style was completely different from that coach. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that there aren't bad coaches out there, right? Of course there are, but I also feel like we have to take responsibility on the hiring end to make sure that we're making good decisions that are aligned with what we want from our business and how we want to work and all of those kind of things. So again, I wanted to share with you what I really think is truly, truly, truly important for you to, again, invest in a coach, but also get results with a coach and be happy about working with that coach, right? Now, I want to say this too. I don't believe you need a coach to be successful. I feel like I see a lot of people saying that online and it's not something that I believe. I don't think you need any one thing to be successful, right? But I also know from experience that investing in coaching has transformed my business more than I could possibly ever say, right? I've been, I've had coaches on and off since 2015, but for the past two and a half years, I've never been without one. At one point I had three different coaches and I just feel like, of course I should kind of have a coach. If I'm sitting here talking about believing in business coaching, it would kind of feel a little bit odd for me to not have one myself, which I'll talk about in a moment. But I just want you to understand that again, you don't need a coach, but my question is always kind of why wouldn't you want one? Why would you want to be in a position where you're figuring all of this out in your, for, on your own, right? I like to hire people that are a couple steps ahead of me that have done what I'm already struggling with and have some guidance and have some insight around how I can get there a little bit faster. Not to men- mention the fact that we're our own worst enemy, right? There are things that I can talk about with a client and I can see so clearly and I can figure her way out through it. Yet my for my own self, you know, I'm doubting myself. I'm uncertain about certain things. I'm questioning what I should charge or if I should launch this thing, right? We're human beings. I'm a human being and I doubt myself all the time. And so for me, having a coach in my corner, right? Having a coach in my corner to understand my business, know my business, and give me the feedback and the guidance and the ass kicking and the love when I need it is the thing that keeps me moving forward, right? So I say all of that for you to Feel into, you know, if you think you would benefit from a coach. If you don't desire a coach, fine, cool. But if you're somebody who is not making money and you're struggling in your business over and over and over again, you're not moving forward, you're not moving forward, you're not moving forward, but you're refusing to spend the money on a coach, I want you to just think a little bit about this and think about, you know, how much more money could you be making if you did hire a coach? And so again, just think, feel into it and think about it and feel into if it's a right decision for you and decide that you wanna get that support because you do deserve to have support as you build your business. And it's an investment, again, an investment that I know that I always make my money back from. I never, I've never had a bad investment when it comes to hiring a coach. And that's largely for the reasons that I'm gonna share with you today, right? And the other thing that I wanna say 
say about this is if you're somebody who's like, okay, well, I don't want to hire a coach or I don't want to, you know, listen to a podcast about hiring a coach because I'm not ready. I think this podcast, what I'm about to share with you will really be helpful for you in the sense that if you are a coach, knowing things to understand and a mindset shift, if you will, around signing your own clients. Because again, I think some shifts in perspectives after like, you know, I've been doing this for five years at this point. The things that I've learned and the things that I'm about to share with you, I think will be really helpful when it comes to signing your own clients as well, okay? So the first thing that I wanna say is that please, for the love of God, don't hire somebody randomly. Every single time I hear somebody being quote unquote ripped off by a coach, it's because they found that person randomly, maybe had one discovery call, signed up with that person, and it turned out they didn't actually know who this person was, they didn't know what their style was, they didn't know what their philosophy was, any of those kind of things, right? You as a woman, as a human being, you have a responsibility to do some research, to do some due diligence when it comes to hiring a coach, when it comes to investing in a coach, especially, especially, especially if it feels like a scary amount of money for you to invest in. I feel like this sounds like a really obvious point, but again, I see so many people complaining about the coach that they hired and they didn't actually know who that person was. And then all of a sudden they're upset about the investment. They're upset about the relationship that they have with this coach and just some research or just some watching of their videos or listening to their podcasts probably could have given them a lot more insight as to who that person actually was as a coach and what the relationship was going to be like. And so again, if you are investing a large amount of money and whatever a large amount of money is to you, whether that's $1,000, whether it's $20,000, you should, in my opinion, spend the time and energy and effort to follow people and make sure that when you're reaching out to somebody, you're hiring somebody you already feel like you know. They do business the way that you do business. They have a style that would actually resonate with you. You know, I'm somebody, I think it's fairly obvious, you know, if you watch my stuff, I'm pretty, I don't want to say blunt, but I'm pretty upfront, right? I don't beat around the bush. I'm not going to coddle you, right? I love a, I love a good sense of tough love and ass kicking in my coaching. That's who I am as a human being. If you were to hire me and then be upset about that, that's kind of on you, right? And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not saying that specifically about me, but my point is I see a lot of people hire people without really knowing who they are and then acting as though they're the victim when it comes to the, the fact that their investment didn't pay off or that they didn't have a good coaching relationship, right? You are in charge of your business. And so it is up to you to make educated decisions on the people that you hire. Know that, trust that. And again, do your due diligence when it comes to hiring anybody. The second thing that I wanna say is I want you to hire somebody who does business the way that you want to do business. I don't want you to make decisions based on, okay, here's the cheapest business coach, or here's the person who my friend referred. Do, are they running their business? Do they, are they doing things that you would want to do? Are they making the amount of money that you want to make, right? I really believe for the most part, especially when we're talking about business coaching, I believe that you should hire somebody that is a few steps ahead of you. I can't understand, you know, why I would ever, for the most part, this is a general statement and there are of course exceptions. I can't see why I would ever hire somebody, especially for business coaching, that is making significantly less money than me. Like for me, that doesn't really make sense. I wanna hire somebody that is not only at the level that I want to be, but I wanna hire somebody who got there based on things that I want to do to get there as well, right? If we have totally different business models or their business model does not resonate with what exactly I want to be doing in my business, 
I don't want to hire that person, right? Like I want to hire somebody who, again, I can model myself after. Um, not that I'm going to f- copy them, of course, but again, I'm not going to do the complete opposite thing that they're doing. I want the way that they do business to, to resonate with me. And a point with this is that I hire people who, not just from a business model perspective, but from an integrity perspective, right? The coaches that I have worked with, especially over the past two and a half years, you know, as an example, I don't feel like convincing somebody to work with you or convincing people to, you know, cash out their 401k to hire some, to hire them is the right thing to do. I wouldn't hire somebody who does that, right? And so again, like that's just one example, but I'm going to hire somebody that at every level and in every aspect lives their life and does business the way that I ultimately want to do business. I want to be in their energy because again, they're a few steps ahead of me and they've gotten to that place the way that I want to get to that place. Otherwise, I don't really think it makes sense. And so again, it always baffles me when I see these people who hire, you know, or just to put this into context, right? Let's say you hire a graphic designer and you hire a graphic designer because they had the lowest prices and their website was nothing but girly designs. And then you hire them for this super, you know, masculine or whatever design. And then you're complaining that it wasn't the the end result wasn't what you wanted. That's on you. Like that designer doesn't design the way the way that you want something designed. But I see a lot of people trying to force it because the price works or things like that. Right. Again, hire people that do things the way that you want to do things or the way that you want things done if you expect it to be a worthwhile venture. Okay. A couple more things that I think you need to run away from. Number three, I want you to run away from anyone who pressures you into investing. I want you to run away from anyone who pressures you into investing, okay? I want you to only pay somebody that you're actually excited to pay. Here's the thing. I get it. I get that investing is scary. I also believe that if somebody wants something, they will make it happen. I have been broke so many times in my business and I have had to shuffle money around or get creative with financing. I was gonna say, I have never sold anything, but I would sell something if I have to, okay? If I had to. I know that when people really want something, they will make it happen. But I am not ever, ever, ever going to be the person that makes them do that. I only want people who are excited to be my client. I only want people who are excited to pay me. And so sure, would I hate an extra 10 grand, 20 grand in the bank every month? No, of course not. But the last thing in the world that I am going to do is going to push somebody to invest in something that they're actually not excited to do or that they actually don't want to do. Number one, most of the time, those are gonna be the people who have complete buyer's remorse and that's never a good energy. I don't wanna work with somebody who a month in doesn't wanna work with me. That doesn't feel good, right? But number two, like there are so many people out there that you can help. There are so many people out there that you could have a good coaching relationship with that you would actually enjoy working with. Why would we ever in a million years try to push somebody into investing when they're not actually excited to do it? That client is going to wind up being a nightmare. That client is going to wind up being completely unaligned the entire time and you're both going to be miserable, okay? So again, obviously I was just talking about that in terms of being the coach yourself, but if you are somebody who, that's that's the attitude I believe that coaches should have. That's the attitude that I have. And so if somebody is pushing you you and pressuring you into investing, for me, it kind of makes me question how good of a coach they are. Because here's the thing, 
my business model now is a largely low-end business model. And what I mean by that is most of my money comes in from digital courses, group programs, that kind of thing, right? And those are things that people really don't get a ton of my energy. A lot of times they're self-study programs or digital programs that I, they never have access to me about with, um, or their group programs where, they, again, they get a lot less access to me. And that's how I make most of my money. And I do that because then if somebody wants to be my private client or someone wants to be my my mastermind client, I am in the position now that I can kind of sit back and I can make sure that I'm only taking on people that feel good to me. I'm only taking on people who would be a good fit and that want to pay me, right? Because again, like I said earlier, I don't want to wind up with a nightmare client. I don't want to wind up with buyer's remorse and with somebody with buyer's remorse. And again, for me, I love the fact that I'm in this position where, again, I make most of my money a certain way, and so I never have to take on a one-on-one -on -one client if it doesn't feel like a good fit. I can tell them it's not a good fit. And so for me, especially in terms of business coaching, do you want a business coach that's so desperate that they're gonna push you into investing? right? I personally would never want that. I want people, a coach that releases people easily, right? Because again, they're not struggling. They're not in need of that 5k, 10k, whatever it is. And so for me, again, I want you to understand that anyone who pressures you or pushes you into investing in something that you're not excited about, in my opinion, is somebody you should run from, okay? I've talked about this a lot, but, and again, this is the part where, you know, I think this will be helpful for you when it comes to bringing on clients if you're that coach who wants to do that, which obviously I'm assuming most coaches want to bring on clients, right? I am somebody who I will not follow up with you more than once. I will not convince you. I'm not going to do the whole sales tactic thing on a phone call. I just had a discovery call like hours before I'm recording this. Um, and the first thing I said when we got on the call was like, all right, I don't do the typical sales call bullshit. I'm not going to give you some script. Talk to me. Share with me a little bit of what you're all about, what you're looking for. And we can feel into if we're a good fit. I'm completely unattached from whether or not that person signs up. Don't get me wrong. Of course, I would love the sale. But more than the sale, I want to have a conversation with somebody who is a good fit. And so so if it's not her, it's somebody else, right? And again, I, I want for you, for you to be hiring people with that same mindset. Because again, the last thing in the world I want you to do is be pushed, forced into investing in something only to turn around and feel resentful and bitter about it because that is never a good coaching relationship. And of course, in that kind of relationship, it's going to be really difficult for you to get results or get to the place you want to get to. Number four, I also think you should run away from anyone who promises you results and makes themselves sound like they're going to wave a magic wand and fix your business, okay? It is not a coach's job to give you results. It is not a coach's job to promise you a certain amount of money. It is not a coach's job to fix your business. I am not here to rescue you. I am not here to save your business. I'm here to show up and share my expertise and the things that I've gone through and the things that I've learned. And I'm here for to be a shoulder to cry on and help you with your mindset bullshit and call you out when you're you know, in self-sabotage mode or victim mode, any of those kind of things. But you need to do the work right? You need to do the work. And if somebody asks me that on a discovery call, I'm going to be brutally honest with them around that because I don't want a client that is coming to me acting as though I have to solve their whole entire life. Like I'm the one who's going to get them to the next level. I've worked with incredible coaches. I've worked with incredible, incredible coaches, people who I believe are the best of the best. They didn't give me results. I created my results. I worked for those results, whether it was the practical work, 
or the mindset work. I did the work. They were amazing. They were wonderful. And I wouldn't be where I am without them. But they were there for guidance and support and feedback, not to, again, give me results. And so I see this a lot of times where, you know, some of the sleazier coaches that I've seen online, and I feel like that's a mean word, but people who I know have ripped people off, like literally like disappeared with their money. Those are people who literally was like, I can promise you you'll make 10K in 30 days or whatever it is run away from that person. Because if somebody asks me, what results have you gotten your clients? I am perfectly fine being straight up and say there are people I've worked with with for six months and barely made $20. And I've had people I've worked with for six hours turn around and make 20K. People are different. Every business is different. Everybody's in a different place in their business, right? Again, I am there to support and guide anybody, but I can't do the work for them. I can't I can't want results more than they do. And so again, anyone who's sitting there telling you that they can get you results or they promise you you're going to get results, in my opinion, is really somebody you should run away from because I don't think they have your best interest in mind as much as they do wanting to get paid, okay? Number five. I want you to run away from anyone who tells you what to do, okay? I, it drives me kind of crazy when I hear things, like people will say something like, well, I was doing this because my coach told me to do it. Or I did it this way because my coach told me this was the only way. You are not at the mercy of your coach. I need you to understand that. You are not at the mercy of your coach. I am here to, if you ask me a question, right, you're my client and you're asking me a strategy question or asking me a question about what you're selling, I'm not going to yes you to death, right? I'm not going to yes you to death if I believe that you're doing something that, you know, I think I would do it a smarter way or, you know, you're complicating things. You're paying me for me to tell you that, no, I've been doing this for six and a half years and this is what I believe based on my experience and this is what I believe on my based on my expertise, right? That's what you're paying me for. But at the same time, you have to put that information through your filter and figure out what feels good to you, right? One of my coaches is somebody who is a big advocate for basically never taking vacations, right? She is somebody who likes a vacation, right? She works when she wants, she doesn't work when she doesn't want. And, you know, she we had this whole conversation. She was saying that, you know, I believe that if like you're loving what you do, you shouldn't necessarily need a vacation. And, you know, I listened to that and I was kind of like, convincing myself she was right for a little bit. And then I had this kind of epiphany, this moment where I was like, no, I want a vacation. I want to go away for a week, two weeks a year where I do not answer anyone. I do not touch my laptop. I am completely turned off. Just because she does something one way doesn't mean that that's the right way, right? It's not her job to tell me that, Sarah, you can't take a vacation. Her job is to share with me what works for her, what she she believes in her experience and with her expertise. And it's for me to put it through my filter and do things based on what is actually aligned to me, okay? And so anyone who's telling you or forcing you or telling you that it's the only way to do things, I believe that's somebody who, again, is not a coach that I would want to hire. It's somebody that I don't believe that you should want to hire. I want you to work with somebody who is... I was joking about this with my clients. Like, I'm like, I am no one trick pony. Like, I am not going to teach you, like, this is the only thing that works for me and therefore it's the only thing that works for you, right? I work with my clients on all different types of strategies. I have a client who has a blog and I have a client who has multiple clients who have coaching businesses and everybody works different ways. It's not my job to be, you know, a factory spitting out carbon copies of me and my business. It's my job to feel into my clients and what they need and give them the direction 
and the support and the guidance based on who they are and what they want to do. And again, not all clients are going to look the same. So if you are working with somebody or if you're hearing from somebody, maybe you're having that discovery call and you're feeling as though they believe that their way is the only way, I want you to A, run, but I also want you to remember, even if you are in that situation now, I want you to remember that you are not at the mercy of your coach. And when you say things like, well, my coach told me to do it this way, or my coach told me I had to sell it, you know, at this price point, that's you kind of being in victim mode, right? That's kind of you being, giving all the power to your coach. And that's not going to be, again, something that yields you results. You as the business owner, you are in charge. And that's up to you to remember and know and trust through every step of the entrepreneurial process. And that includes with your coach, okay? Number six, I also want you to run away from anyone who doesn't have support themselves. Now, I've gone back and not, I've gone back and forth on this because again, like I said earlier, I don't believe you have to have a coach in order to be successful in business. I don't believe that. However, somebody that I would run away from is the person who is swearing up and down that you need to invest in a coach. You need to invest in a coach. You need to invest in a coach. And then they're not walking their own walk. That's a situation that, again, I would run away from because I think we see a lot of these people who bully people into investing because that's what they've, you know, they've heard over and over again, you have to invest in a coach. And so, you know, maybe then there's part of them that believes it. But then if they're not investing in their own support as well, that feels like a red flag to me. And for the record, support can look in a, like a lot of different things, right? You can have a publicist, you can have, you know, a, a VA, you can have all these different types of support, right? And, you know, maybe somebody's going to their therapist and that's a form of coaching for them. Whatever it is, it's not my job to sit here and criticize how people get support. My point is, is that I like look into and make sure that again, people are, people are doing what they're advocating for. I would not be sitting here saying you have to hire a coach in order to be successful, in order to make money and then not have a coach myself. That feels so out of integrity for me. And again, if some of these things that I'm saying feel so obvious, but at the same time, I see it all the time online. And so again, I want you to really recognize that just another example of like, you're gonna hire a coach who's doing business the way that you want to do business. And that includes practicing what they preach, okay? Number seven, you need to know, like you know, like you know, like this is one of the most important things in the world to me that you are in charge of your results. You are in charge of what you do. You are in charge of how people treat you. You are in charge of everything in your business. Everything. I'm sure I'll have a whole nother podcast on boundaries, but you are in charge of everything that goes down in your life and in your business. And it is up to you to know that and to trust that and to believe that. And so again, I see a lot of people enter into a coaching relationship kind of passively, kind of waiting for that person to give them results or waiting for the magic to happen just because they've invested in something. And I'd love to tell you that that's been true for me, but it's not. Magic happens when I invest in myself. That is true. Magic happens. My Every single time I invest in myself, my, my income explodes. But it's not because I invested and that's it. I invest, I get excited about it, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, and I make shit happen. I make shit happen because, okay, I've made, the, I've made this investment. It's time to step up. It's time to, make, it's time to get things moving. It's time to do all the things that I said I wasn't doing because I need to make this 3000 a month back or whatever it is, right? You are always in charge. You are the captain of your ship, if you will. You are the captain of your business ship, nobody else. And so once 
Once you recognize that you're in charge of everything that goes down in your life and that you are the only one that has power over the results that you do or don't get, I think you're going to be able to enter in the coaching relationship, again, in a much more empowered place. And I think with that, you're going to be a hell of a lot more likely to actually get results versus feeling as though results are eluding you or outside of you. Everything comes down to you. And again, the people that I see that make their money back and are massively successful with the help of a coach know that. It's not a situation where, you know, If I want to, I don't know, launch something, I'm going to wait for my coach to check it out and tell me that if if it's right or not, and then I have to wait for them to take action. No, I'm there. They're there to ask. I can ask them questions. I can get feedback. I can get support, but it's up to me to make things happen, not for them to be involved in every aspect of my business. So again, you are in charge. Number eight, I want you to get excited about the investment. Okay. I... Every single time I pay, you know, the last few times I've paid for my coaches for the first time or, you know, I'm about to hire a publicist, I'm excited about spending that money. I'm not looking at it as like I lost money. Money's gone. Money has left me. That's not the way that I'm looking at it. I'm looking at, okay, looking at it as like, okay, cool. This is this opportunity for me to up level. This is a declaration that I'm going to the next level. I had a client a while ago and she was a wonderful person and she hired me and I thought it was a really great fit. And this is the, this doesn't happen often at all, but you know, we started working together and two weeks into the process, I really kind of realized that she was really freaking out about the money. And I didn't know that when she hired me, to be honest with you, if I had known that I probably wouldn't have let her hire me, but she was really freaking out about the money. And two weeks into, she hired me for a month, two weeks into the process, the only thing she had done at that point was like cry about the investment and freak out about the investment. And at that point she had gotten a ton of things from me. So it wasn't a situation where I was going to give her a refund, but like she allowed herself to freak out about the investment instead of saying, okay, I did this. I declared that I'm going to the next level and now I'm going to do everything that I possibly can to take the action, to do the things, to make this money back. And again, get excited about the step that I've taken in my business. And again, that's nothing against her. She's a lovely person, but I use her as an example because again, I want you to know and trust that like, it's up to you to feel good about the money that you just spent. It's up to you to decide that again, okay, my decision to do this means that I'm going to the next level. Because I've invested this money, I'm unavailable for not making my money back, right? I have never in my entire business made an investment that I didn't make my money back from. And that's not because I'm magical or I'm this wonderful person. It's because of the fact that I put my money where my mouth is and I decided, okay, I'm unavailable for this not working out. Like this money is coming back to me that's all there is to it. Like non-negotiably, this is happening. And so I see a lot of people kind of invest money, freak out about the money that they've invested and then kind of hope that they get results. And I want to say, fuck that. And I want you to understand that again, you've made this decision. I want you to get excited about it because again, it's this declaration that you are going to the next level and you're making this money back. Um, And it's really a non-negotiable thing. And then again, that's up to you to declare and to trust and to make happen. And the final thing that I want to say is, Make the investment no big deal. And what I mean by that is I see a lot of people, you know, this is a whole money mindset conversation, but I see a lot of people freaking out about the concept of investing $1,000 in a coach. 
But on the other side, they want they say that they want to make $20,000 a month. If $1,000 feels like a lot of money to you, it's going to be really difficult for you to receive $20,000 with ease. So for me, the most like I remember hiring my one coach two and a half years ago at this point, and it was $3,000 a month. And that felt scary. Don't get me wrong. It felt scary, but it was kind of the situation where I was like, okay, how am I going to make this $3,000 back? Is it, you know, six sales of my $500 program? Is it one sale for a, a one $3,000 client? I'm going to, I'm going to decide that, okay, I get to make this money back easily. I get to make this money back and here's how I'm going to make it back. And, it, and, and in the grand scheme of my life, I'm going to decide that an extra $3,000 a month is no big deal, right? To a millionaire, $3,000 is nothing. And not to say that I'm a millionaire, but my point is, it's like, it's this, it's this decision to elevate where you are when it comes to your perception around money. Because again, if you are somebody who can't imagine spending $10,000, right? If you can't imagine spending $10,000, that is a, I remember somebody said something to me one time where like, they're like, I don't have that kind of money. But then saying that they want to charge $10,000, something's out of whack there. Something's out of balance. You have to make the investment that you're about to put out to that coach, no big deal, so that you can receive it with ease, okay? So if you are someone who is looking to hire a coach, I want to remind you that my six-month mastermind is officially open for registration. You can go to sarah-dan.com slash mastermind and check out the details. Um, we can do a call and see if we're a good fit if you want to. But yes, definitely check it out, read through it, um, apply if you think like it would be the thing that you need. And I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye.